Welcome back to the Verzi Effect podcast show. Uh, my name is Hunter. I'm actually uh, Paul Verzi's uh, new representation. Uh, Paul used to be with the uh, CH Entertainment and Chris Italia. Um, but Paul fired that motherfucker because of, um, you know, just personal reasons. Really, uh, they're talking about food and restaurants uh, instead of getting down to fucking business. And it was driving Paul crazy. So, you know, Paul would talk about pitching a show, uh, doing a pilot. These motherfuckers talking about, you know, fried oysters on a Friday night, 2 o'clock in the fucking morning. Anyways, man, um, it's, it's a beautiful day here in New York. It is um, it's April 19th. Uh, April 19th, about 68 degrees. You ain't a cloud in the fucking sky. And uh, it's going to be a good podcast show. Paul gave me the reins today because he has some shit to do. Um... So it's just you and Hunter today, people. Um, <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back. That was my, uh, I don't know, I'm just doing this character of a southern represent, uh, like a southern Asian, uh, age, a southern agent, not a southern Asian. <laughs> That'd be a funny accent. I don't think I could pull that off. Um, anyway, uh, my name is Paul Verzi. Welcome back. You are listening to episode number 59 of the Verzi Effect podcast show. Um, and it is Thursday, April 19th. I am on the money, man. I'm nailing these Thursdays down because I finally figured out how to do something myself here instead of having, uh, having my wife fix something. I didn't know how to get it in and, and, uh, but I'm, I'm getting more computer savvy here. And, um, it's going to be, uh, every Thursday unless, like I said, unless I'm traveling. So I gotta, I gotta be people like the shit on a schedule the right way. And that's, that's what I need to do. So, um, and I am still very much with, uh, CH Entertainment and Chris Italia. Um, I was just fucking around, um, because we were together recently, uh, myself, Joe Matarese, and uh, Chris Italia, our manager. We were down at the University of Delaware, and it was hilarious what happened. I'll get to that in a second, but the way that um, they were looking for food or Chris was searching for, like, the best fucking seafood in Delaware was hysterical. Um, but anyway, I want to address, and I know that some of you were saying, well, where's Danny LaBelle? Where's your guest? You were supposed to have a guest here. On um, the 19th, which was scheduled two weeks out, uh, Danny LaBelle had called me. Uh, it was kind of funny. He called me up. He's like, listen, I got a problem with the podcast. Some big stuff's happening. Call me back. I call him back, and he says, yeah, I'm just getting the fuck out of Dodge. I'm getting out of New York. I'm going to L.A. And uh, I will have uh, call-in capabilities on the podcast sometime in the future. I'm, I'm figuring out how to do that and, and what that exactly entails. So... People will be able to call me so I could have my comedian friends from the West Coast and, and, and or, you know, just far away be able to call in, shoot the shit with them, and uh, it saves a lot of time and trouble. So I'm sure you guys will hear Danny. Uh, Danny's a funny comic. He's out there in L.A. now. Uh, best of luck to him. So uh, I'm flying solo here. I was actually going to have Danny LaBelle and Thomas Lewis, the guy who is a uh, friend of mine, up-and-coming comic, and he's also shooting my movie um, that, that we're making, we're, we're making an amazing documentary and I'm, I'm really thrilled about that. I'm going to get into that on the show. So just a lot of cool stuff going on. Um, so first off, I'll talk about where I was, um, where I performed a couple of shows. I, I did, um, I was back at uh, levity live with Jessica Kirsten and I got to tell you people, it was fucking awesome. It wasn't that big of a crowd because it's a weeknight 
and uh, it was a holiday week, I believe, or or was it a holiday week, or it was just after the holiday week, and it was a it was a weekday, so the place wasn't packed, but uh, Jessica Kirsten, myself, and uh, Chris Lambert again, um, he hosted. I middled. Jessica closed it. And I gotta tell you, if you want to see a funny comedian, man, I gotta shout out Jessica Kirsten. She's fucking hilarious. She she had me genuinely laughing so hard after my set. I was eating some dinner and I was just watching her, and she's hilarious. She she does just she's hilarious. I mean, I don't know. She does voices. She's she's just aggressive. She's she's in your face. She says how it is. I mean, she's honest. I just love it. I, I loved her comedy. I thought it was great. It was a great time. And then, uh, and then yesterday was the University of Delaware, and I got to tell you, the students in the University of Delaware really smart, really respectful, um, got the comedy great. They listened, they they were into it. They they went for the ride with anything that you did. I was there with Matarese, and I went there with Chris Italia. Uh, Chris Italia, who manages Joe Matarese and myself, drove, and it was a. I got to tell you, it was one of the worst drives ever to a gig. Okay, I've driven four hours to a gig, and it took four hours. This is like two and a half, three hours to Delaware. We saw one of the most, I saw one of the most horrific accidents, and I, I, I really, I hope to God the souls in that car, or, or I hope to God there were no souls in that car. Um, it, it was one of the most horrific things I ever saw. We were in bumper-to-bumper traffic for two hours. Then we saw the accident, and it was literally the right back wheels of a, I mean, I'm getting, it feels so horrible to even say this, but the right back tires of this 18-wheeler were literally sitting in the middle of a Toyota Corolla, just crushed it, and they were putting a sheet up to cover a sheet because I don't think they wanted anybody to see what was going on in there, and it was really just humble, sobering, I should say. It was It was just, it, it made you humbled about the life you had. It was a so, it was fucking horrible. There were two hours of traffic all because of it, but other ro- like roadblocks and detours. It it felt like we went from, from New York to Florida and we only went to, from New York to Delaware. We were exhausted when we got there. Show was great though. Students were great. And then, um, instead of just going to eat somewhere, Chris Italia, my manager, who's Mr. Food, he goes, yeah, there's this place, Phoebe's Fishery. It's some of the best seafood you'll ever have in the country. But it was closed after the gig. So then we went to this place called Matilda's, which was supposed to have Australian barbecue. <laughs> yeah, God forbid. We couldn't go to TGI Fridays. We had to go somewhere else. And I was even guilty of it. Because when I'm with Chris, I'm like, why the fuck? I'm with Chris Italia right now. I'm not going to TGI Fridays. I'm going to fucking eat. I'm going, I want to eat a fucking kangaroo leg that's been marinating for eight hours. So we find this place and it had no Australian barbecue at all. It was like, the only thing that I had that was, I guess, something they would do in Australia is I had pineapple on a chicken sandwich, which I have to admit was really good. And they were really big on macaroni and cheese. They were really, um, you know, big on burgers and stuff, but it was nothing from Australia. It wasn't like some kind of signature Australian dish. But we ate there after we did the University of Delaware. We had a good time. We drank some beers. We we laughed. And then we came home to another miserable three-hour drive. I got home at 3 o'clock in the morning, and usually you pass out. I usually pass, I mean, I usually uh, don't pass right out. It takes me about an hour, but I passed right out this time. I was just, I was so exhausted. So that's what's been going on this week. Um, But one thing that happened last week that I said, I've never seen anything like this before in my life, 
and I need to talk about it on the Verzi Effect. I'm sure at some point in your life, if you're listening to this podcast, at some point in your life, you've experienced what it's like to either go to, have your own, or just see what goes on at a tag sale. Holy shit, I'm talking about tag sales right now because I have never in my life... You want to talk about cheap... I don't like cheap people, okay? Cheap people, I find it fucking... You know, don't do it if you can't do it. You know, don't do it. If you can't fucking do something, if you can't afford it, don't don't act like you could do it. Don't go to dinner if you can't fucking afford it. You know, if, if a nice meal is going to kill you, don't go. Stay home. Go to the supermarket. Buy something. Cook it yourself. I can't fucking stand cheap people. Life's too short for that shit. It's fucking... It kills me. It really does. And... You know, I have friends who are cheap. I got family members who are cheap. And then I have friends and family members who aren't. And I got to tell you, the ones that aren't, I like much better. (laughs) It's just something about it, you know. Um, Anyway, so these people took cheap to a level. All right, let me me do a backstory. My mother was telling me that, um, my mother was telling me, oh, God, I forgot to even mention I was in Pennsylvania. That's how fucking much... Oh my God, I just talked about the Levity Show and University of Delaware. I'm sorry. In between that, I drove up from the Levity Live Show up to my mother's, okay, for Friday and Saturday. My mother lives about a a little less than two hours to uh, Scranton, Pennsylvania, where I was performing, and my mother had ha- was having planning this big, huge tag sale. And when my mother does it, she does them big and good and a ton of people come. And my wife and I were doing spring cleaning. We got the new baby coming. So we just brought up all, all kinds of shit. I mean, I was bringing up DVDs. I was bringing up good stuff, okay? And my mom's house is really nice. So, like, people know when they come there, they're not going to get some fucking, you know, dirty-ass bent hula hoop from the backyard that's been sitting there. Like, we're not doing shit like that. My mom was doing it the right way. Beautiful furniture, all kinds of shit. All right, so I said, since my wife's going to be there, it's also the Greek Easter on Sunday, which I celebrated. I'll drive back and forth from Wisecrackers in Scranton to my mother's, and I'll take part in the family tag sale that they're doing, try to sell as much shit as I can, get rid of, and then I'll enjoy Sunday there when I'm not working for Greek Easter, and then we'll come home to Westchester uh, Sunday night. So that's what we do. Great time at Levity. Go up to my mom's. I saw a movie, which I'll talk. I went to a midnight movie by myself, which I'll talk about afterwards when I get to the movie section. But then I I, I did perform in Scranton, and I want to say it was uh, really some of the dumbest crowds I've ever seen in my life. Some of the people were horrified, but you know about what I was saying, and I went even harder at them, and it was great. At one point, it was so liberating. Saturday night, I had a few tables love me and crying, and other people were these old fucking morons who looked like they were hunters and fucking farmers that just were horrified by what I was saying and really taking everything seriously so I just got defiant and kept going at them so for the people that were there and liked me thank you and for the other people there's nothing I could do to help you anyway so I'm driving back and forth and I do this tag sale and I wake up in the morning I hear my mom out there early in the morning my wife had to work the day, uh, that day because it started on a Friday so it was kind of just me and my mom for a while I put out mine and my wife's stuff on the side of the house or you know on the side of the driveway and it's early and these fucking people show up these cheap fucking just these people coming out from the woodworks like 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 little like like groundhogs poking their head out as soon as you put used shit out these people swarm, okay, 
The sign said no early birds. Please don't come. The sales from like 10 to 5. I'm helping my mom out. My mom's making a killing. But these people are there fucking 8 o'clock, 8.30, pulling up. What do you got? They got fucking $3 in their hand. God forbid you tell these people anything over $3. They can't even believe you. You tell somebody something's $3 or over $3. They look at you like like you insulted their mother. These cheap people. It was unbelievable. So I got sick to my stomach. I got robbed, folks. I got robbed at my mother's tag sale. It was one of the worst things I ever did. I'm still to this minute sick, and I really don't care because I never used it. It's just a principle of how I got robbed. I hear my mother down there at like 9 o'clock, an hour before the thing's supposed to start, and I hear my mother's house, and my mother has a really big house upstate. I hear like people just swarming it. My mom, you know, I I didn't want to leave my mom out there alone. So I get up tired as hell. I start going to the car, start unlo- unloading stuff on on in this area that I had. I had like a, we had like a blanket and stuff. My wife had like Vera Bradley bags that were a hundred dollars that she used once. I mean, this was like really good quality stuff. So I bring a PSP, a PlayStation Portable. It's got a couple of movies. I haven't used it in four years. It was literally sitting in a plastic bag, just accumulating dust. I was doing nothing with it at all. And, you know, I had a couple of movies with it, Dodgeball, Dumb and Dumber. There was one, like, airplane video game, which just sucked because it was just like, this was like the first PSP that came out. So it was a little bigger, it was old, and it just wasn't really like, like the new one I think is going to be much smoother. This, they didn't really get this one down yet. But I'm selling it, and I'm thinking I'll get 35 bucks for everything. Right, I don't care about that. I'll give you the thing. I'll give you. I even had like a little thing, a little TV stand for it that you just plug in, and you and it had a tiny little remote. It was like this tiny little like four inch, you know, little TV stand for this thing. And I'm taking it out of the car, and this guy and his wife. You got anything else? You going back to the car to get more stuff? I go, yeah. These fucking people were like vultures swarming a body, swarming a bleeding, just somebody bleeding to death, and just flying over your head. They're flying over. They're looking down. They're waiting. I go in the car, I take my shit out of the car, alright, and, oh, what do you got, what do you got, they're poking their heads out, it was, it was really ridiculous, I couldn't even believe it, I was like, part of me was like, am I really taking part in this, but at the same time, I'm just like, if I'm getting rid of shit and people want to give me money for it, I'm helping my mom, but it was just so ridiculous, so I finally, I get the PSP out, I had some DVDs out, um, and the DVD sold real quick, and then the PSP, the guy's like, well, what do you want for that? And I was like, you know something? I just woke up. I'm in a good mood. I'd never, I haven't used this thing in four years. I'm never use it again. Why don't you give me 25 bucks? The guy was shaking his head. No, no, it's too much. It's too much. 20, 25 is too much. Now, again, I'm gonna repeat this. I was tired. I was really fucking vulnerable at the time because all I was thinking about was helping my mother. And I'm like, I was like vulnerable to get fucked over in this situation. Okay, so then I was like, all right, 20. Guy goes, no. I go, all right, dude, make me an offer. I started getting mad. It was an older guy. It was like a guy in his 60s from the Bronx and his wife. And he lied to me. He goes, no, no, you can't really, you can't really, uh, you know, you can't really get games for this anymore unless you go to a garage sale. Meanwhile, my wife, after this fucking happened, wait, you guys aren't going to believe what I sold this for. You're not going to believe what I sold this for. It's going to pain me to tell you fucking people what I sold this for, but I'm going to. I'm going to be honest, I'm not going to lie, I got completely fucking robbed, and then after that I was just fucking charging people more money for shit, because I I was just really pissed, but I understood that it was a tag sale, so I go, all right, 20, no, no, it's too much, it's too much, nobody, you know, these things are old, nobody, so I'm like, like an idiot, I should have just said, listen sir, 20 or that's it, and let this fat fuck walk, I should have let this cheap, fat piece of shit go into the car and go back to the Bronx, 
And instead, this fucking cocksucker robbed me. So I go, all right, dude, what? What, 15 bucks, that's it. And he goes, no, no. And stupid me, I just wanted him away from me. And I was, just, I was like, so what do you want to spend on it? What do you want to spend? He goes, I'll give you five bucks for everything. Okay, this fat piece of shit wanted to give me $5 for a PlayStation Portable, which plays movies and video games. I was giving him three movies. There was like Chappelle Show episodes, Dodgeball, Dumb and Dumber, and a video game, which I rarely used. A stand that comes with everything for five bucks. So he says no. So now I'm like, I got to go more than five. Like, I just got to get him to agree to more than five. So I go, all right, man, what, ten? And he goes, no, five. I go, dude, come on. So then I go, like an idiot, I go, seven bucks. And he goes, come on, five. And then I ended up doing it for six bucks. Can you believe that? I sold a PSP and fucking four things that go with it. Now, it's been four years. I don't know if the fucking thing works. I think it does. The games are incredibly slow. Like, once I put the game in and I saw how the game, like, hesitated and didn't work, it was something that you wouldn't do. But the guy could watch movies on a little three-inch screen if he was ever on an airplane. Okay. Six dollars. I found out after looking at everything, I probably got robbed 25 bucks. It's not a big deal, but it's the principle. Okay? And he lied to me. I found out afterward. You don't understand. I was sick for two days after this shit. Just because the guy beat me. Because I had just woken up and I wanted to get rid of shit. I wanted to make the first sale. But it ended up being a good day. My wife ended up making almost $200. She was selling bags she never uses. She was selling just a bunch of shit she doesn't use. And, But I got to tell you folks. I have never seen cheap these creatures. These, these, these cheap unbelievably, there's nothing more despicable in this world than somebody who's, first of all, I would never want to go to a tag sale and buy somebody's shit. Now, I will say this. My mother's house is so nice that if you went up there and you saw the shit that was out there on her lawn, all this beautiful furniture, all these bags, I had DVDs that I bought. When DVDs first came out, I used to go to Walmart and I used to buy like new releases all the time, watch the movie once, sometimes don't even watch the movie. I had DVDs still in shrink wrap that I never even, even watched. So I took a bunch of those and I sold them. They all went. I got decent price for those, whatever. I'm never going to use them again. I've seen the movies, whatever. So we made some money. We definitely made some money. But that PSP thing, I'm just praying that karma gets that guy and or or just, you know, the way that he robbed. Actually, karma shouldn't get him. He did what he needed to do. So it's really not on him. Um, I kind of screwed up. I probably should have sold the whole thing total for 30 bucks. I would have felt good with that. Instead, I got robbed, you know, whatever. 25, $25 or, or so, um, killed me though, killed me, but then these people would come up, how much for the book, how much for the book, I'd be like, oh, that big, the big hardcover books are $2, the other books are, are a dollar, oh, you're never gonna, do it. I'll give you 50 cents, I'll give you 50 cents for it, how about this, you take a dollar for this, you take a dollar for the fucking 19 items and take it to my car for me, is a dollar good? Is it dollar good? No, you cheap asshole. It's not good. This is good shit. Oh, my God. Ridiculous. The most ridiculous thing. How much? Fall five. Can you do it for three? Can you do it? Can you do that fucking flat, flat screen TV for $3? Is that okay? Can you do that? Yeah? How, can you come over and watch my cats and my pets for 19 cents? Can you do that? Fucking these cheap... Oh, it was the most despicable thing I've ever seen. After a while, I didn't want to be around these people. I didn't want to be around them. I'll give you a dollar. If, can I, I get everything on the blanket? How much for everything on the blanket? I got I got a dollar sixty. Oh, it was the most... If I'm not even kidding. I'm not even trying to be funny here. If you told somebody that it was more than $3, they couldn't fucking believe it. They couldn't believe it. 
This late, this little girl robbed me. Another little girl robbed me. I got robbed, dude. I'm bad at this shit. Because, like, I look at tag sales like it's just shit you want to give away. So that's the way I could rationalize it. And I guess that's the way you should. This little girl comes up. She's got my wife's hardcover, hardcover Da Vinci code book. This little girl. And I actually think she stole because her mom had her taking shit to the car. And I looked at my mom. And I was like, did they pay for this? And two bags they didn't pay for. And it was like a little, like, template kind of, like, plated thing with a picture glazed on it. And I think they stole that shit. And the same little girl. Can I have this? How much is this book? I go, uh, $2. She goes, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I said a dollar. She goes, can I give you 50 cents? I like to read. It's a little six-year-old girl telling me she likes to read. What am I going to say? No. So I take 50 cents. I put it in my pocket. Oh, it was painful. If you ever want to just get fucked in your ass hard, have a tag sale and watch the creatures rob you all day. I got, we got robbed for two fucking afternoons straight. That's what we did. Um, it was unbelievable. It was cars just coming up. This guy was looking in the backyard. This guy stood there all day. There was one guy there. He was actually really funny. He bought all my DVDs. He was in my mother's yard all day from 10 to 5 trying to buy everything. At one point, I caught him looking at my mother's backyard. There was a saw back there. I was like, what's that, a saw? Yeah, you selling that? What's going on back there? I'm like, no, dude, go home. Get in the front yard. Go home. What are you doing here still? I don't know what these people do. If they have their own sales with shit, it was unbelievable. I, could, I, I swear to God, i never seen in my life grown adults that were just willing to take shit. You know, like I said, some stuff was great, but these people just having quarters in their hands and dollars, you know? If you got a tag sale, you have to mentally tell yourself, this is what you got to do so you don't feel bad about it, okay? You have to mentally tell yourself this was all things that you were going to donate or throw away. So any kind of money you get is gravy because it was just collecting dust and staying there. That's the only way you could rationalize it. And you know something? Don't put anything out there. Don't put anything out there that you think is going to have value. You know, my mom, I saw my mom had one of my grandmother's playbills from Broadway. It was the first one ever, like 1950-something, The King and I. And my mom was going to just, like, give it away or sell it. I'm like, no, don't with this one. You know, like, local theater stuff you could get rid of, not this. And I think she found out it was worth, like, 20-something dollars or whatever. But she would probably have given it away or for a dollar. But you got to be careful with that shit when you go to tag sale. But these people come up, man, and they'll just buy. I, I can't even believe what people will buy, you know. This guy goes, yeah, you got any outdoor stuff? You got any rifles, bow and arrows? I want it to be like, dude, go to Dick's Sporting Goods. You could get it. <laughs> At least that guy knew what he was getting. He knew what he wanted. He asked me what he wanted. He asked my mom what he, what we had. We didn't have it. He got in his car and he left. And I actually could understand that. So I, I don't even want to make fun of that guy because if you're looking for a, fish, a fishing pole or a bow and arrow, something like, you know, that you could use, you know, outdoors, I, I actually get that more than these people that show up and they just, you know, they're trying to nickel and dime you for a soft cover book or a hard cover book, 50 cents they're trying to negotiate. It's like you're getting a great book, and all the shit was good quality. All the stuff was pretty new. Nothing beat up. Yeah, I got a dollar. I got. Can you do it for a dollar? Yeah, I know you want two, but I, I really feel better about myself if I can get it for one. The worst. I I, I swear I wanted to I wanted to put a sign out there that said "Cheap fucks welcome." That's what it, that's what a tag sale should be. A tag sale, this is what a tag sale should be, and I think it would be phenomenal. I think it would be so, I guess, I guess it would just be so, it would just, I don't know what the, what the word it would be, not gratifying, but just, it would feel so good 
to just have somebody MC a whole, uh, MC a tag sale. Just a guy standing there with a microphone attached to a, uh, uh, a speaker. The sign outside that says, Cheap Fucks Welcome. Get all you can for as cheap as you can. Losers, losers come after ten. Like just make and make fun of him on the microphone. Yeah, look at this cheap fuck. He wants something for uh, he wants something for a dollar. Look at him. Yeah, I bet you he lives in a piece of shit. He needs this stuff and just trash people to the point where they're so mortified they don't come. And you know something? I bet you if they did, the cheap bastards would still get out of their cars, make a joke about it, and still come. Oh, I'm angry, people. I'm angry about the tag sale. My wife made close to $200. I made like 30 bucks because I just had a few things and I got I got robbed. I got hosed. But I swear to you, if you ever want to get a, a gauge on, on the people that are in this world, have a tag sale, have stuff out in the lawn, have a sign to come and just watch what shows up on your yard. I've never seen, and unexpected things, this one kid showed up, he was all tattooed up, he had tattoos everywhere. He, and he was buying like, you know, I mean, I guess some broke people buy like little things for their kids if they see toys or whatever. But, I mean, and my mom's another one. My mom's really nice and my mom wants to give people a deal. My mom, my mom, somebody was saying that my mom was such a bad salesperson doing it and she's so nice and she's such a sweetheart that like she would say things like, yeah, I'm asking 90. My mom had like this furniture that was like classic antiques. My mom was like, yeah, I'm asking I'm asking 100 or 200 for it. But, you know, I'll go lower. Like my mom wouldn't even <laughs> even ha- like let them haggle. She would just tell them she would go lower. I don't know. What do you want from us? We're nice people. We want to help people out. We got taken advantage of by these cheap people. You know? Oh, a, do- a lady actually looked at me when I said a book was a dollar. She looked at me disgusted that it wasn't 50 cents. And it was a new nice book that probably would have cost it, if you went to a bookstore, would have cost it easily 6 or 7 $8 in good shape. We're asking a dollar for it. And she wanted she wanted to give me 50 She really didn't. And I had to say, fine, I'll give you two books for a dollar. How about that? And she And you know what she said? I told you I was cheap. I was even being nice to her. I had no idea. Uh, who this lady was or what she was about. I liked her car. She pulled up in a car. Uh, you know, it was a nice car. It was a new Toyota. And I said, oh, I like that car. And we started talking about it. We had a really good conversation. And she tells me, she goes, yeah, I was cheap, though. I should have got the package to upgrade this. I should have. Now that I look back, I should have. And I'm like, ah, yeah, you know, whatever. You save some money. You still got a good car. And then she fought me on 50 cents for a book. And she goes, I told you I was cheap. You fucking loser. Just losers. That's what it is. Oh, my God. I'm just trying to think about the things that were sold. Some people were really cool. Some people got it. There was a lady from Australia. And I said, my wife's selling these bags. And they're like $90 bags. And they're brand new. My wife rarely used them. And we're selling them for like $10. Man, we were selling shit. And she's like, oh, I really never heard of it. So apparently she comes back. And she goes, oh, my God, I told my daughter and my daughter-in-law about it. They couldn't believe the bags you were selling. Do you you have any more? They realized, she realized we were giving shit away. My wife has good shit. I have good shit. My mom had good shit. It was was great. But you just get hosed. And you got to be stern with these people. From now on, I learned something. No, no, that's too much. Okay, is it too much? Then go home. Go get it somewhere else because you can't afford it new. So this is the best chance you got, you cheap fucking loser. Get lost. Go home in shame. You stupid fu- I swear to you, 
if I ever do a tag sale again, I'm going to look them dead in their eyes and just go, yeah, it's 10 bucks. If they go, can you do it for it? Nope, it's 10 bucks. The next asshole is going to get it for 10 So I guess that's not going to be you. Now get in your piece of shit car and try to find the next tag sale where they're selling hula hoops and rusty irons, you moron. I got, I got, I got 10 cents. What can I get for 10 cents? You got, you got playing cards? Huh? You got, what do you got? I got, I got to fill my trunk. I got a dime. What can I fill my trunk with? You selling your dog? I want a dog. Is it free? Oh. God forbid it's more than $3. Just put a sign outside. Everybody, everything's a dollar, everybody. Yeah, it's better than the dollar store. We're giving furniture and DVDs and CDs and coats and PlayStations. Everything's a dollar. Come, come. There'd be a freaking traffic jam from my house to Giant Stadium. From Westchester to Jersey. I'm still pissed about it. I can't believe I sold it for $6. I'm still pissed. All right, that was like a 25-minute rant. Some of you people are either really pissed at me, laughing hysterically, or turned it off 10 minutes ago. (laughs) Fuck it, I don't care today. I'm in rare form today. What else are we going to talk about? Moving on to movies. If I was ever a serial killer... And you wanted to just kill a lot of people. It would be I'd be the tag sale killer. That's what I would be. I would just fucking I would I would have like you know, I'd go to like an abandoned house, and I would just have tag sales all over the country, and I'd be sitting in an attic with a rifle, and as soon as the first cheap fucks pull up, just bam bam, just pack my shit, go out the other way. Nobody saw anything, and I would just move on to the next state like Virginia, and take two cheap bastards out from there. They'd be calling me the tag sale killer. And everybody would be nervous and leery every time there was a tag sale thing. Because they would be like, we're either going to go and get some cheap shit that we wanted. Or somebody's getting fucking sniped out. Alright, moving on to movies. Uh, I saw a movie. I saw a movie. I went to a midnight movie by myself. Because my siblings sucked this day. I wanted them to... No, I shouldn't say that. One had to work. One was out doing stuff. Something like drinking. The other one was tired. So anyway... At midnight, the the night before the the extravagant tag sale, I went to see, well, midnight movie, they had three choices. One was the lockout, uh, which I didn't feel like seeing a movie in space. I just didn't. The other one was Three Stooges, which I have absolutely no desire to see. And the other one was The Cabin in the Woods. And I, uh, I wanted to see a horror movie, so I went to see The Cabin in the Woods, and here's how I'll describe the movie. It was either one of the dumbest things I ever saw, or it was one of the most brilliant horror movies I've ever seen. I can't even describe it. I, it's hard to talk about because I'll be giving something away, but it was eerie. It was creepy. At some points, I had my hand over my mouth because I couldn't really believe what I was visual. I couldn't believe what I was witnessing, um, but I'll say this. Without giving anything away, it's this cabin that's somewhere in the middle of nowhere. These five kids go to it, and then a corporate office is kind of controlling what goes on. And a lot of horrible, terrible things, scary things, weird things. There was some humor in it, but it was actually really creepy, bizarre, and had a... um, It just had like a... Just like a horrible horrible feeling but maybe for a greater cause I don't even know how to describe it I would say this 
I think some people would say it was stupid. I think some people would say it was brilliant. I kind of saw both. But one of the most, by far the most different and unique horror movie I've ever seen. You're never going to see a horror movie with a twist like this or with uh, the way that they did it and the way that the viewer watched it. I'll say that. A viewer has never watched a horror movie quite like this before. And I was thoroughly entertained. I took it in. But of course it was a movie that you really needed to see with somebody so you could talk about it. And, And I couldn't even do that because nobody came with me. So... I don't even know how to review it as far as great or not. I'll say this. If you want to see a different horror movie, if you got some time and you want to check it out, I would definitely check it out. I was entertained by it. And it was weird. It was creepy. It was scary. It was in some odd way sad. Um, it it was nuts. It was just nuts. It had a great... I think I think it was great in the sense that what people are scared of in the world and how it worked. Like, in other words, that some evil has to happen. I, You know, I don't even want to give it away. The Cabin in the Woods, one of the most different horror movies. It entertained me. Check it out. Let me know if you think I'm nuts, if it stunk. But I, I didn't mind it. Uh, that's, what I, that's what I wanted to see. And that's what I saw uh, by myself. So, there you go. Uh, I think that's like three movies that I had for you guys now. Because I did... I did 21 Jump Street, I did this one, and then before 21 Jump Street, I did The Hunger Games, I think. Yeah, so I'm starting to get out there to the movies more, and I will continue to do so. Moving on to sports, nothing really going on except I do have to say that Carmelo Anthony and the New York Knicks are making me very happy. I think out of their last, you know, 20 games or so, they've lost five or or six I mean they're playing great they're going to make the playoffs unfortunately we're going to play the heat which is going to be really really tough but the way they're playing now I think they could give somebody a scare and it would be really great to see the Garden rocking and the Knicks start winning some playoff games hopefully that happens Yankees I could care less about their six and six it's it really is just too early I just can't I can't stand listening to these guys go is it time to panic is it time to panic they played three games I I can't I can't do that um, playoff hockey. I'm not really into hockey, but I'll tell you this: I was watching some of these highlights, and these games are brutal. Playoff hockey is like legalized gang banging for a couple hours. These guys just bleed. They punch each other. They f- hit each other with sticks. Guys, just noses are just blowing, like just exploding. Um, really intense stuff, and. I guess it's a really exciting time for New York sports because the Rangers are doing good. The Knicks are doing good. The Giants just won the Super Bowl. They're uh, opening up in the in the, in the fall against the, the Cowboys. Their schedule came out. Um, you know, it's it's a good time for sports if you're into stuff and, and everything is going great, but it's it's just too early in, in, in baseball for me to go nuts. So I'm just sticking with the Knicks. Um, and... What else happened in sports? Wasn't there a... I thought something big happened in sports. Maybe... I know Tim Tebow got booed at the Knicks... I mean, at the at the game. But the reason... Somebody made a good point and said... The reason why Tim Tebow and Dwayne Wade got booed... Well, Dwayne Wade obviously got booed. And then he showed his Yankee hat and the place went nuts. And the majority of Yankee fans are giant fans. So maybe that's why Tim Tebow got booed. But... 
Oh, this is what I heard about sports, and I was really interested in this, but I heard that Mike Tyson is doing a one-man show at the MGM Grand in Vegas, and I heard it's actually really good, and I should be performing there this year at Brad Garrett's Comedy Club because it moved to the MGM Grand in Vegas, and I will definitely go see that Mike Tyson thing, but I heard he talks about a bunch of bunch of stuff, and you know, the Mitch Blood Green incident, I heard he talks about the rape thing, um where, you know, he, he just talks about it and says that he didn't rape the girl and he did a lot of things in his life that he should have been locked up for, but that wasn't one of them. And I heard that it's two hours and he really gets pretty good. It's just him and, like, a musical band. And I guess they do the background music for everything he's talking about. But um, good for him. Mike Tyson still making money. Um, doing his thing. So it's pretty much it. Probably going to be in, a lot more in-depth with sports when the Knicks playoffs start, and I'm probably going to be a lot more emotional. Um, and uh, I got some exciting news, everybody. Um, I'm shooting this movie. The movie that we're shooting is uh, is a documentary film, and I can't give too much away, but let's just say that I have celebrities in it. Um, they're is definitely a chance that a big time celebrity is going to be on camera with me for this thing and 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 it just it's going to be it's going to be I want this this documentary is going to be a game changer and um I'm flying to Los Angeles, California this mo- uh tomorrow morning. I will be going there and I will be uh shooting uh stuff with Kelly Carlin, George Carlin's daughter right from the airport. I will be going to uh shoot with Kelly Carlin and I'm really excited about it. It's really um amazing to to be talking to her. Her dad is basically the Michael Jordan of of comedy, arguably the greatest comedian to ever live and she's taking part in the documentary that uh I'm starring in and it's just going to be amazing. So um I'm really looking forward to that. California is going to be great. I'm going to shoot more stuff for the movie out there. Also, I will be performing at the Downtown Comedy Club uh, tomorrow night. And the legendary Garrett Morris from Saturday Night Live will be hosting the show. I will also be at the Irvine Improv in Irvine, California on Tuesday, April 24th. And that's a 10 o'clock show. That's a great show. should be a great crowd, and I heard great things about the club. So I got California coming up, and it should be a really good time. And then I come back, and my daughter will be born, I believe, five days later. My daughter is scheduled to come on April, I mean, yes, April 30th. My daughter, Sophia, will be introduced to the world. So I have a lot of shit going on right now, and I'm very excited about. And... um. That's it. You know, I was going to have a guest on. I'm sure I will have a guest on, but I don't want to keep saying it and then have shit fall through. So, you know what? I'll just have the next guest on, surprise you guys with somebody. Uh, maybe even somebody out in L.A. Uh, I don't know. It, it all depends. I think I'm going to try to hit up the Lakers game out there. I think me and Bill Burr are going to be going to the Lakers game on Sunday afternoon. And I'm going to be getting a... Uh, I'm going to be getting a breakfast burrito that Bill is telling me is unbelievable. So, you know, you got to do the food thing and the sports thing when you leave. That's what I'm going to be doing. And uh, that's pretty much it. I hope you guys I hope you guys enjoyed it. I will be back next Thursday, which will be the 26th, which is a big audition for me. I'll get into that. I'll get into that next time, but um Oh, and I also let you guys know I got good feedback from the David Letterman people. 
Um, you know, they're, they're not making any decisions on who's going to be on the show, but the feedback was that, uh, you know, that, that actually they were really liked that all of us are on their radar now that did the show and it was really good. It was a great, great show put on by the, uh, CH entertainment. And it was really great to know that those people over there at CBS and the David Letterman show liked what they saw and were really impressed. So that's always good. So, you know, we sit, we wait and, uh, we move on with what we're doing. But stay tuned, people, because the movie's coming out, and uh, it's going to be a little bit, but we're working on it, and it's going to be something special. And that's it. So thank you so much. Keep the comments coming. Um, and if you like this Verzi Effect podcast, if this is the first Verzi Effect podcast you've ever listened to, this is episode number 59, which means that there are 58 episodes before this, which means go to iTunes Please download them. Please listen. You will hear stuff about sports. You will hear stuff about movies. You can tell a friend that there is a New York-based comedian named Paul Verzi who just fucking yells at things and is a little nutty but um, is hopefully funny at the same time and entertaining. And then you could get that friend to listen and that friend can download. And before you know it, everybody's downloading the Verzi effect and that's what I want. So keep, keep listening to this shit. All right? And don't go and don't get any fucking tag sales unless you're willing to pay people what what they deserve. Okay, none of that. I got a dollar. I got a dollar. You know, fucking tag sale. Come to my fucking tag sale. You paying full price? Fuck you think this is? Son of a bitch. Fucking fifty cents for a book. Fuck you, fifty cents. All right, everybody. I got nothing more to say. Episode 60 will be next week. Thanks for listening.